had these conversations with ladies, you know, somewhere in my office and they were in tears. They, you know, came up with a divorce that was unexpected. They had a, a, a spouse that was unexpected passing. Um, and their husband took care of the finances and they didn't just didn't, they didn't understand. They didn't know what to do. Uh, they were, they were embarrassed. They were shame. You know, they felt shame. And I'm like, no, you know, we never learned this in school. We didn't learn it at home. There's no reason to feel this way. And um, I mean, I honored how they were feeling. I wasn't like, don't feel that way. It was just, I was honoring what they were feeling, but you know, I don't know how to speak Italian. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, any less intelligent. I just don't speak Italian because then I never learned it. Right. Right. Um, one of the things I would like to, but that's a whole other story. But the, the, <laughs> the, the, the point is that that um, I just had so many of these conversations with ladies and I was uh, just felt in my heart that um, I wanted to make a deeper impact with that demographic. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. Here. Welcome, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another amazing episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. This week, we have none other than Patty Handy. Patty, you got to tell us all about who you are and what you are up to. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. My name is Patty Handy. And I am a financial coach for divorced, widowed, and single women. I'm a former financial advisor and former mortgage advisor, spent many years in those roles, and I uh, had so many conversations with ladies about uh, money and investing and just starting over and uh, found that there was a gap in knowledge. There was a lot of overwhelm and fear, and I decided to take more of a teacher role and coaching role, which is how I pivoted. And, uh, you know, it's a little scary. I did this late in the game as far as, as far as age goes, but you know what, it's only a number, so I'm good. <laughs> yes, indeed. You listen, it doesn't matter. Um, it's funny because like that you say that because, uh, the closer I get to 50, I'm like, ah, you know, long time ago, I thought it was a, such a far distance away, but now it's like right around the corner. It's like, okay. Um, and you know what, we're constantly reinventing ourselves and it's okay. That's totally okay. Because, that is um that is a sign of maturity in my opinion. The yes. fact that you can like step out of fear and reinvent yourself no matter what. Absolutely. I think it's really making that decision and having that intention of of uh you know wanting to make a difference, do something that you know feels uh fuels your heart. That was a hard word to get out of my mouth. Fuels your heart and uh just excites you and and for me and I'm, I'll, I'll divulge. I'm actually 62 and, um, well, you don't look at girl. That's all you know. I, 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, uh, you know, my, my friends are thinking about Medicare and I'm like, ah, no, I mean, okay, Medicare, fine. But that doesn't mean I'm going to sit in my house all day and, you know, eat bonbons and, and watch TV, right? That's just right. a, a right. bad way to go through life. So anyway, that is yeah. fantastic. Pivoted, so yeah. have you found that uh, your, your decision to, you know, do it anyway, despite the fear has influenced those in your circle? It has. It has. I've had a couple friends call me ballsy. Nice. <laughs> like, okay, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's okay. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, I've, I've had a few tell me, gosh, you're an inspiration. That's great. And, you know, that's all lovely. I mean, I who doesn't lie? You know, a little admiration here and there, a little love. That's all good. Um, but really, it is. Um, it's a legacy play. You know, it's something that I want to leave the world a better place. Um, I've got a... Uh, a son, uh, we got divorced, my ex and I got divorced when he was 18 months old, and he's now almost 27. So it's been a very long time. And mm -hmm. I've been, you know, full time mom and uh, wearing many hats doing that, uh, that journey of, you know, being a mom and taking care of the house, taking care of him, obviously, which was number one, and finances and life. And, you know, you're going in 20 directions. And I had him the majority of the time. So uh, I was oftentimes playing dad as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think um, I, I I hope I inspire him. And I hope I inspire others to uh, step out of that comfortable safety zone and do what you want to do. Love it. So yeah. I love that you shared that because now... I would love it if you shared more about what happened. Like, how did you feel? How did you, how are you able to essentially take your toddler? Well, I guess, yeah, that's toddler age to take your toddler and assume this role now of that you weren't before, like pre previous to the, the divorce. Yeah. Can you a little bit about a, that? Yeah, sure. You know, it was a journey and uh, there were certainly bad days and there were good days. Um, not a linear straight line to healing and you go through all kinds of transformations. Um, I truly think I'm a better person at the other side of divorce. And I know that um, it has taught me a lot. It has made me a better person. I, uh, prior to having my son, I was in corporate banking and finance. And that was my, you know, role before um, I had my son. And we were trying for five years, finally had him by in vitro. And uh, and then, like I said, 18 months, we got divorced. And I was just at this place where I'm like, I'm not going to go back to my full-time job. I've worked way too hard for this baby. I love him to pieces. I don't want to put him in daycare. He already lost a dad full-time. He's not going to lose a mom full-time. So I was determined to figure out a way to you know make this happen. And um, the mortgage industry allowed me to work at home. It allowed me to work on my own hours. It allowed me a lot of flexibility. It was scary because it was all commission. There was no ah, salary. There was no okay. guarantees. Yeah. So I worked my, you know, I'm not sure I can cuss on, on, on the air, but you know. Your you ass off. Your, I know you can say it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I worked my ass off. So, That's right. Um, uh, yeah. And it was just a juggle, you know, it was one day at a time and um, I had a, an amazing support system. I have, you know, a great, uh, you know, sisters and brothers and, and my parents at the time were extra, you know, incredibly helpful and friends that were supportive. Um, you know, my faith held, held me kind of just moving forward. So I, I just, you know, one step at a time. 
And when I had a bad day, I just, I allowed myself to cry and be miserable and scream in a pillow and do what I had to do. And then I picked myself up and just, you know, my why was my baby and my why kept me going. And those days that I wanted to stay in bed with my head, you know, buried in my pillow, uh, you know, it's not an option. It's like, get up, take care of your son and take him to school or do whatever, how to, you know, get done. And um, you know what? I, I, like I said, it's, it's been a journey. I, I have had a beautiful time raising him. He's an amazing son. Um, he, he turned out beautifully. He's, he's a compassionate, loving, kind human being and, um, you know, very, very proud of him. So, um, I'm, you know, would I have done it differently? I would not have done it differently in the sense of, um, like going back to work or anything of that nature. So, um, as a result of doing that, you know, there were some financial hardships along the way. And even though I knew investing and I was comfortable managing money and all that, um, you know, I did some stupid things because I was desperate. It was like, okay, I'm going to invest in this because this was going to give me a quick return. Or, and those were stupid things. And I, and I knew better. But, um, you know, when you're emotionally distraught and you're trying to just tread water, you do silly things sometimes. And um, it's it's okay, you know. I give myself grace, and I I learn from my mistakes, and I pick myself up, and I move forward. So awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And so, what does your what does your son do? Is he He's also on, in finance or no? No, no. I I I try. <laughs> He's, uh, <laughs> He's actually in law enforcement. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. No, that's great. That is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is, um, that is always seeing the fruits of your labor is always, uh, is always nice. Cause I mean, like you said, you know, I love that you, I love that you said that you gave yourself grace. I think that a lot of times when you're on a difficult journey, you don't give yourself grace. You don't give yourself that opportunity to scream into the pillow or to like, just cry or just to let out the emotions. You know, it's so it's so um, it's so easy for people to, on the outside to say, "Oh, you're doing it all. You're a super superwoman, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Not realizing that, as you said, you have those days when you have to pull on your why. You have to look in his. You have to look at his face or think about his image to really press on. And there, these are not always fantastic. <laughs> so, thank oh, you for absolutely. sharing that because that keeps it real. Yeah, no, I mean, gosh, the number of days that I went into my closet and closed the door and just, you know, cried so he wouldn't hear me. And the number of days that I would sit in my backyard and just stare into the sky when he was with his dad and had the house to myself. I was just, I mean, you know, it was, it, it was not easy. I have to, you know, I'll just admit it. it. It was not easy. And any single parent out there knows what I'm talking about. It's just, you want to give your son or your, your kids, I should say, everything that you can. And, um, and yet, you've got to get things done. You've got to yes. work and pay the bills and go to the store and do all that stuff. But he hopefully learned by watching mom do, do this and was able to um, gain some wisdom from it. Although <laughs> I'll tell you a little funny story. Whenever I try yeah. to teach him like little life lessons, like I'll say, okay, you know, remember mm -hmm. da, 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 and I'll, I'll explain like certain things that, you know, are little life lessons. And he's like, mom, no more life lessons. I'm like, honey, but these are things that you, you need. And I, I think I just fire hose him with life lessons, you know, and oh, like, kind of done. No more it's life like, lessons. I'm done. It's like, I'm capped. Enough, enough. Yeah. So uh, poor, oh, poor thing. So I think funny. I, uh, yeah, was hosing him too much, but it's okay. 
Oh, it <laughs> sounds like he turned out well, it. so it, it, it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He did turn out well. And he's going to have more appreciation when he has his own kids. I keep telling him that. Yes. I go, you yes. might you have your own kids. Yeah. You'll, you'll yeah. know what I'm talking about. You'll know. Oh, yeah. He'll be like, so. man, all those things mom said were right. She was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. That's so awesome. And then so so when you, so this whole time, you know, you you were in the, you had the capacity to work from home, which is phenomenal, by the way. I mean, I feel like a lot of people don't have that. And I feel like that is, that can actually make the difference between how your kid is. You're able to actually give him those life lessons and pour into him on a more regular basis, um, which is a huge, huge, huge gift. And so, um, despite the bad days, (laughs) so worth it still. Right. Um, and so I just wondered how long did you stay in the previous situation with the company that allowed you to work from home and then what prompted you, you know, to kind of branch off on your own, because essentially your coaching is, is your own entity, right? This is your entrepreneurship pursuit. So how did that transition happen? And was there fear involved in that? So I did uh, the the mortgage industry in itself. Um, I was in about seventeen years, and okay. that allowed me. I, I was with a couple different companies because there were some uh, companies that closed and the mortgage, you know, meltdown and different things that were happening in the world. Um, but all, all those jobs allowed me to work at home, which was kind of rare back then. You know, now it's you know everybody's working at home, but back then, you know, it was pre-COVID, obviously, and. We didn't have that as often, but um, when my son got into kindergarten and then in school, I would go in the office for a couple hours when he was in school and kind of worked around that schedule. And um, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was, uh, you know, it did the job. I, I, I made, you know, decent income. I had medical benefits and I was able to do what I wanted when I wanted and take care of him and took him to every sporting event and took him to every, you know, whatever we had to do. So it was, right. it was cool. Then I decided that I wanted to get into financial planning, which was something I always have on my heart. And I went and got my licenses and did all that stuff and got into financial. I went with a small boutique firm and was a financial advisor uh, for about three and a half years. And I decided to pivot into financial advisory work because I found that the mortgage industry, um, as wonderful as it was, it was very transactional. And I wanted mm. a deeper relationship with my clients. And as a financial advisor, you have a deep relationship with your clients. Obviously, you meet with them regularly and you know their intimate life and you know their story and it becomes a whole different level of getting to know people. And um, and then as I transitioned from financial advisory role to financial coaching, which I'm doing now, um, and I did that again, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, the the drive with that was primarily because I had these conversations with ladies, you know, somewhere in my office and they were in tears. They you know, came up with a divorce that was unexpected. They had a a, a spouse that was unexpected passing. Um, and their husband took care of the finances and they didn't just don't, they didn't understand. They didn't know what to do. Uh, they were they were embarrassed. They were shame, you know, they felt shame. And I'm like, no, you know, we never learned this in school. We didn't learn it at home. There's no reason to feel this way. And um, I mean, I honored how they were feeling. I wasn't like, don't feel that way. It was just I was honoring what they were feeling. But, you know, I don't know how to speak Italian. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, any less intelligent. I just don't speak Italian because then I never learned it, right? Right. Um, one of the things I would like to, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. But the, <laughs> the, the, the point is that that um, I just had so many of these conversations with ladies and I was uh, just felt in my heart that 
Um, I wanted to make a deeper impact with that demographic and be more education as a financial advisor. We, you know, we basically maintained the funds and we did a lot of tax planning and strategies and whatnot, but there was not a lot of education and life coaching that helped them through the transition. There wasn't a lot of behavioral coaching. And that's what I do as a financial coach. So it's a combination of teaching um, of things like one of my modules in my in my Minding Our Money program is about, uh, it's called Badass Investing. And it's about investing and, you know, the lingo that you'll hear. And, and I talk about the questions you want to ask if you are going to hire a financial advisor and what to be mindful of. Um, and then there's the coaching piece, which is understanding their story and helping them through whatever they're challenged with. Um, so it's kind of the best of both worlds. And if they want to invest themselves, they can do it themselves. And if they want to hire an advisor, they can do that too. That's awesome. So, I mean, that is like such a thing that like is just very overlooked, you know, like it's just, you just assume that things are going to be taken care of and then something happens and it, it's not, and then you're stuck. So it's, it's like, um, it's almost like we need to like tell our children as well that they oh, need gosh. to be thinking about these things. And yes. and and it's 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 uh, one of those things that we just do not discuss. Money is usually something that's not really discussed in families most times, and then as a result, you kind of are behind the ball yeah. game. So I'm I'm so glad that you are doing this work because I think it is so important, and you know it's just something. Is this another arm in the literacy? you know, the financial literacy um, arena. And it's a nice one because it's one that benefits, you know, women. And so um, I appreciate your yeah. work for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm with you about teaching the kids. I, uh, my very first book that I wrote was uh, called how to ditch your allowance and be richer than your parents. And it was all about teaching like high schoolers and young 20 somethings about money and and just, you know, basic financial literacy. And I did a lot of things at schools and did some workshops for, for kids. And um, it's a, it, it's a huge, it was a huge gap. And finally, I'm finding now that there's a lot of schools in different parts of the country that are um, including financial literacy in their curriculum. Finally, it's like, yes, okay, this yes. is so overdue, but yay. Yes. This is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think the 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 extent of what I learned when I was in school um, in the United States uh, was that, um, you know, I learned how to write a check, which I thought because in your home economics class, you learn how to write a check you, and that's you learn how to balance the checkbook. But that's it, which is yeah. great. I feel like it's great. I feel like my children don't really know how to write a check now because everything is like, you know, electronically paid. Yeah. But um, but uh, it's still a good good exercise to to go through. So you know, learning the terms like basic terms, understanding like basic things like interest and compound interest, I think is something that we all should be aware of because it affects us. We go to buy a car, it affects us. We buy a house, it affects us. Like it, you get a credit card, it affects you. So you know, if you're not smart about it, then you can't ditch your allowance and be rich in appearance, right? So yeah, exactly. no, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I uh, speaking of compound interest, I remember um, showing one of my son's friends um, a compounding example of like, okay, if you put this much money in, and then you put in this much money every month, by the time you retire, you're going to have this much. And um, the comment out of her mouth was just priceless. She says, "How is that legal?" Oh wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I just thought, oh, God, that's adorable. But I, I and I said, it. okay, this is the money that you've actually put out of your own pocket. And this is the money that it's now worth. And the difference is your money working for you, not right. you working for your money. And this is the power of starting early. This is the power of compounding. And it's not like you've got to put in thousands of dollars every month. You can start with 20 bucks a month. You can start with anything, but get in that habit of just doing this every single month and doing it automatically. And I tell that to adults as well, you know, have an automatic investment plan. And um, yeah, but it was, it was priceless. She's like, how's that legal? <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, that is great. No, I love, I love that. I feel like I do have a special place in my heart for investments and, and making passive income. So that's why I'm like even more excited about the work that you're doing. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, that's so awesome. All right. And so tell us now, um, if somebody mentioned a book, right? So if someone is looking um, to, you know, have an entree uh, piece of literature for their child or young adult, they can go and grab that, right? So can you tell us the title again? So the first book is How to Ditch Your Allowance and Be Richer Than Your Parents. And you can okay. find that on Amazon. However, I did rewrite it and update it. Um, okay. and, it's, and it's called Money Rules 101. Uh, master your money before it masters you and that's also on amazon so okay. if you just look up yeah patty handy books uh patty's with an i handy's with a y uh it'll it'll pop up but the money rules 101 is more current and it was updated so that's probably the book i would say to to purchase um because it's it's more current nice, so nice. That, that would be that would be that and if they're interested in working with you or participating in your coaching program how would they go about that so my uh, website is pattyhandy.com. So P-A-T-T-I-H-A-N-D-Y.com. And you'll click on the Minding Her Money link. Minding Her Money is the name of my program. And it'll show you the roadmap of the areas that I that I cover. And it's everything from self-care to your money mindset, understanding your limiting beliefs around money, getting organized. Um, we definitely talk about credit. We talk about debits and and. Uh, you know, savings and spending habits. We talk about investing. There's two modules about investing, tax planning and tax strategies, uh, retirement planning and leaving a legacy. Um, what am I what am I forgetting? There's something else. But it's it's a very comprehensive program. Um, it's a group, it's a 90-day group coaching program where, where we meet every week uh, live and you get to be in the hot seat if you prefer or be in the background if you prefer. And there's an opportunity to have one-on-ones with me as well. So it's a very comprehensive coaching program and I'm super excited about it. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank no, that's you. great. And then so they just go to the website and then go to Mining Her Money and that will give you the roadmap. Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Download the roadmap and then book a call with me. And uh, I'm going to be doing some live coaching here coming up in the next few weeks. So if you just get on the email list, you'll have some updates with what okay. I'm doing. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. And so. then, so I'm curious now. So it's been how many years that you've gone on your own? I just launched, I just launched my, uh, minding her money program, um, last month. Oh, so I'm, so I'm it's brand, fresh. <laughs> it's, it's brand spanking new. Yeah. I, uh, actually okay. gave, gave notice to my firm in January and my, uh, the owner of the company asked me to stay on for a couple months as we transitioned my clients over to a different advisor. So I left, right. um, late April and I was kind of building and launching while I was still there, which he allowed me to do, which was very nice. Um, so yeah, it's very fresh, very new. And, um, so it's just, it's just getting ramped. So we are in the early fresh stages. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we do have some early adopters in our bunch. So 
there. <laughs> it's 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 all about, like I said at the top, you know, being brave enough and courageous enough to really decide what you want in life. What is yes. it? What is it you want to do? Make that clear definition and um, the intention just crystal clear, and then just do it and know that you're, you know, without getting too into the manifestation piece of it, but you're a co-creator. It isn't just everything's on you. You know, you've got, whether it's God, universe, whatever you think and believe in, um, you're a co-creator to, to this. And so um, you don't need to do the, you don't need to do the heavy lifting. You just got to take inspired action. Love that inspired action like that. And so you have to tell us, was there fear involved in this stepping out of the comfort zone? Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I left a job with a, you know, a good income and benefits and and I'm jumping out to, you know, self medical insurance and uh, you know, no, no paycheck until I start to, you know, launch this. Um, but I have a, a, a true sense of being in alignment. And I know that as I, um, reach women and I, and they find me and they go through my program. I know the transformation they're going to experience. I know they'll come out the other side going, Oh my goodness, where were you 10 years ago? Um, and, or, or longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel great about that. So I'm, I'm willing to step into that fear and yes. just do it anyways. And that's what, Love you know, it. sometimes we just do it, do it, do it afraid, do it afraid. Yes, we do. <laughs> And it works out great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. Wow. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you are. I mean, you've had some practice because, you know, you told us about what happened 27 years ago. Well, less than 27 years ago, but you told us about that. Well, even actually 27 years ago, because you told us that, you know, you had to deal with a situation where you had to fight to have your son. Right. And so like, you know, you've been dealing with this for quite some time and then it just has been. And of course it sounds like you've also been working on your personal development throughout these years, which makes you that much more internally powerful. Right. And so I just know that the impact that you're going to be making on these women that you're going to touch is going to be an incredible ripple effect and it's going to make, a tremendous difference really is. So I'm Thank excited you. to Thank hear you. the outcome. I mean, it's it's really cool to be at the beginning when you're just launching. So, you know, I am excited to hear the outcome and um, hopefully you'll come back on the show, like, you know, like I'd in a year it. or something. And I, let us I know what's going, what's, going, what's going on and like, how's it going? All that good stuff. Cause uh, we love, we love to hear successes. We love that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, and I do, you know, that is the intention is like you said, create that ripple effect to, you know, create the further um, generations to come. And hopefully my, you know, great grandkids who I probably will never meet, you know, are going to be impacted by, by what I uh, teach and what I, you know, do and bring to the world. And um, I'm, I'm excited for that. And, and, you know, follow me on, on social and, and that, that's a good way to kind of follow the journey as well. Um, I'm on Facebook. I spend most of my time on Facebook, LinkedIn, and um, Instagram. I don't do Twitter, um, but those yeah. are the three. If you just, if you just yell, look for Patty Handy, you'll find me. So perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yes. To, so the uh, tribe has heard and they will answer the call <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. What an, an incredible conversation. I really appreciate it. 
we're at that part of the show where we do our tradition and that is fill in the blanks. Are you ready for fill in the blanks? I, I think so. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. The first one is if I am fearless, I will. Do anything. And everything. Nice, nice, nice. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. To me, fearless freedom means, gosh, so many things. Um, choices, impact, fulfillment, bravery. I mean, I just, those are just a few things that come to mind. Yes, yes. And then last but not least, my battle cry is. My battle cry. Well, I can't cuss on the on the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be careful with this. Um, watch me go. Watch me just. Yeah, I, I've got to be careful with my words here. <laughs> no watch worries, me, no worries, no worries. Watch me, uh, watch me roar. Love it. Love it. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Remind us again how they can reach you by spelling out your podcast. I mean, your um, website. Uh, My website. Yes, it's yeah. uh, it's P-A-T-T-I-H-A-N-D-Y dot com. And just click on the Minding Her Money link. Or you can go directly to mindinghermoney.com and take you to the same place um, to that to that roadmap you download, short training video, and then book a call with me to learn more about the program and uh, just be on the email list so that as I have updates and trainings, and I'll be doing some free training soon, um, you can get those announcements and jump on. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you again for thank taking time so out much. of your busy day to spend with okay. us here at the Fearless Freedom Tribe. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Great to meet you. Great to meet you as well.